I usually have trouble with technology, so I hope this works, okay? First of all, what I want all of you all to do is look at your missilettes that you have in the pew. This is part of like a, an instruction day for you. When I was your age, and as when I went to high school and I went to college, I too would come into church. I would sit down just like you're sitting down. And sometimes I didn't quite understand what was coming from the AMBO when they were, pre, when they were reading the readings of the day. It kind of confused me. And that's because I was the kind of person that needed to see what was there to better understand what was being presented. So that happens to me. So that's why I'd like you, if you have that particular book and you've gotten it out, I'd like you to turn to page 258. And on page 258, we see the beginning of the end of the first reading, the responsorial psalm, and then the gospel of the day. There's so many things that are contained in those readings, in that responsorial psalm. And a lot of times, the person who gives the homily picks one particular thing to address. And for me today, the one thing that I want to address is it says here in this first reading towards the end, it says, but he should ask, he should ask for faith, not doubting. For the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed about by the wind. So what happens is James is telling us if you've ever crossed the causeway and you've looked out there on a windy day, you've seen all the waves, they're going. Have you ever noticed sometimes they're going in a different direction? Because the wind that influences them causes the direction that they go. And sometimes the wind is causing them to go in a direction you would not like. And waters washed up on shore in Mandeville and things of that sort. Well, that's what happens to each and every one of us. The wind that's out there in the world is forcing us to try to make a decision that maybe is countercultural to what Jesus is teaching. And we have to be prepared for that. And that's why today, when we have that responsorial psalm, look at that. It's simple little directions that being given the responsorial psalm comes from the Old Testament. The responsorial psalm is the psalms that Jesus prayed to give himself direction and strength as a human being when he was traveling within his life. The first one says, before I was afflicted, I was astray, but now I hold to you promise. He tells us that he's giving us direction. He gives us the promise. He says, is it good for me that I should be afflicted, that I may learn the statues? You know, we sit there and ask ourselves sometimes, if we keep the commandments and we follow the Beatitudes, why are there these woes and troubles which take place in our life? There's a reason for that. As we grow in our faith, and he's telling us that in these particular responses. It's important when you come to church sometimes, either before you come, which a lot of people are rushed and don't have time to do, or while you're here, when the readings take place, you follow it in the scripture 
so that you can better understand in the book exactly what Jesus is telling you because it's crucial and important in your life to develop a personal relationship with Jesus. And that's hard to do because we don't like see him like we see Mr. Clint every day and we can talk to him and have a personal relationship. Well, in reality, we can. We can do it through our prayer. We can do it through scripture. Those things become important. And if we're going to develop our soul because we're made in the image of God and we have body and soul and strengthen our soul, we need to develop that relationship with Jesus Christ. That is so very, very important. One of the things that Jesus stands for is love. And today we have St. Valentine's Day, which we have an exchange of love that takes place. A lot of times between a man, a husband and wife, or between a man who has a close relationship with a female, that maybe it's his girlfriend, or a relationship with one that he's engaged to. And love becomes very important. But remember that love is a deep, deep concern for respect and caring for people. And that's what St. Valentine did. The other thing is that today we celebrate the feast of St. Cyril and St. Melodius. You know what they were important for? Because when they were given a territory to go to and evangelize and try to convert the people, they created a, in, uh, the liturgy in the vernacular or the language of the people where they went. And that's called the vernacular. And they wanted to have the vernacular language to the people so they can deeply understand the liturgy. Now, some bishops got mad, and what happened was they sent them to Rome to prove their case. And when they went to Rome, the Pope agreed with them and allowed them to say the Mass in the Slavic language so the Slavic people could understand in the interpretation of what's going on. And Vatican II did the same thing for all of us. Vatican II made it official that in all countries of the world, the Mass, the liturgy, could be done in the vernacular or the language of the people so that they could understand the depth with the words and the knowledge of what the Mass was about. A lot of things today. Learn to use your missalettes. Happy St. Valentine's Day. And remember what St. Cyril and St. Melodius did for us. God bless you all and have a great week this week at school.